Hey everyone, welcome back to the More Than It Seems podcast. You'll notice we have a name now. We'll get into that in a bit. Yeah. We are your <laughs> lovely host. I'm Mina. And I am T. Uh, first, we're just going to get into what we are wearing today. I'm going first, I'm assuming. Yeah. Ladies yeah. first. Okay, so today I'm wearing a bodysuit. It's by weekday. I got it off of ASOS, which is one of my favorite places to shop. I'm wearing my favorite shoes ever. They're my Rick Owens and Doc Martin collab boots. They're super cute. Um, I literally wear them like four times a week. <laughs> um, my bag is thrifted. She's cute. She's like this snake print patent leather black bag with silver hardware and my necklace is also thrifted. I actually got this like four days ago. Um, and then, you know, I stay with my jewelry, so that's not changed. And my black leather blazer, it's just something that I got from um, Kohl's. Nice, nice, nice. Uh, I will start from, I guess, foot foot and go up. Uh, today I'm wearing the Nike Mac Attacks. This is the first release since the 80s. Um, well, the first retro release since the 80s. Um, Eighth noticed waxed flare denim, one of my favorite pairs of pants. Uh, my Films Wave FUT, middle finger FUT, one of my favorite pieces by them. Um, also one of our sponsors, so give it up for Films Wave. Yeah, shout out to Films Wave. Shout out to Bray, appreciate you, bro, for the sponsorship. Um, as well as a vintage leather Harley Davidson biker vest and just a pair of shades and accessories nothing nothing too crazy today mm-hmm. but yes let's just get into it today so i guess we'll start out with how we came up with our name more than it seems which was like i feel like as far as the whole process goes that was the hardest part like believe it or not i feel like something is it, like the name should be super easy yeah but, but we were struggling like <laughs> for weeks we were just like all right we need a name like we'd be hanging out and then Randomly, Terrence is like, Namina, we need a podcast name. <laughs> and, like, we would sit there for hours and just, like, go back and forth. They're, like, randomly in the middle of us talking. Like, one of us will throw out a name, and we're like, oh, this is it. And then we think about it later. We're like, nah, or it'd be taken, or just, it's like, straight garbage. <laughs> yeah, like, I think, the, I think the most frustrating part of it was, like, coming up with a name that I felt like was really good and then searching it, and it's already taken, and, like, it's taken by someone that hasn't used the name in like a year and some change or four years or something like that. And even still, like you don't want to just come in and uh, like take over a name that they use. Sorry, Yaga, that's my name now. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, and like, what if you, what if we blow up or anything like that? And then like infringement, like you used our name and like, I just don't want to go through all of that. So I think out of everything, this was the most organic name. Like, when I said it, we just kind of looked at each other and we're like, yeah, That's this one. Yeah, this is it. Like, it kind of just flows together, kind of just rolls off the tongue for us. And we also wanted something that would stick and that people would remember. And I know when we released our first episode, a lot of you were commenting on, like, how creative you thought the name was and, like, how you loved it. So we really appreciate that. And also... Um, I guess I'm speaking for both of us. We really do appreciate all the love and support and the kind messages and words of encouragement you guys have sent us just based off of our first episode and um, for tuning in. Like, we really appreciate you guys and we love you. 
Absolutely. I love that we're kind of growing our own little community already. Yeah. We already have like a lot of people following us and just reposting us. So mm-hmm. like all the all the love is appreciated and like we reciprocated back, you know what I mean? Like we do it we do it for the people at the end of the day. Like like just the shared the shared topic of fashion and creativity and things like that. I think a lot of people connect on those things. Yeah. And we just want to c- create a forum that people can talk about it even if they aren't if they don't feel like they're more of uh, like fashion forward or anything like that, or they're even interested in fashion, we hope that this podcast can be the leap to like creating that discourse so people can just talk about it. So mm-hmm. whenever we drop a video, feel free to comment and we always comment back whether from the page or from our personal pages. We just like want to connect with you guys and just talk. Yeah, for sure. So um, I guess uh, after talking about our outfits and you saying like, like for instance, your docs, you wear those quite often and one of your favorite pieces, uh, like what's your current fashion rotation? What are, what are some of your favorite pieces? And then I guess things are like currently, like currently buying essentially. Um, currently in rotation, obviously my docs, like I, like we said, like I wear them all the time. I think that they're a staple shoe and I got them for my birthday, so, you know, <laughs> it's something that fits into my style, um, so I utilize them a lot. Um, I also have this black leather mini skirt that I'm obsessed with, and I have to stop myself from <laughs> wearing it with everything, but um, it's super cute. I also got that from ASOS. Um, I recently bought a pair of um, cream and brown, like, toned asics they're the 1130s i got them from sneaker politics in dallas shout out to sneaker politics um they had a back to school sale where you could buy one get one for 20 dollars. so i ended up getting those and some new balances but i've been wearing those um fairly often when i'm off um i bought some new crocs they're my first pair of crocs actually the siren clog and i think they're so cute i love the gibbets that i put on them it's like giving this y2k vibe and um, Body by Raven Tracy. She's been taking all of my coins lately. <laughs> she <laughs> recently dropped some tube sets. It's like a tube top and a matching sh- uh, short. And I got two colors. I got a yellow and a hot pink. So I've been wearing those a lot lately. They're super comfortable. And I just love the quality of her clothes. What about you? Uh, Well, me is I feel like more of a a sneaker rotation lately like for me it's always my black air force ones like I just feel like I always throw those on just because I love them my protection pack new balances Mm -hmm. I've just been looking for more excuses to wear those I think it's just because we're we're definitely in a runner era like of sneakers like yeah all the runners are in especially technical runners are coming back the dad and mom shoes yeah like (laughs) highly functional running shoes are very much so in style now um so I feel like that, um, these, like, I always pull out my Terminator. I'm uh, not my Terminator, excuse me, my Mac attacks um, and just throw these on. Sometimes I don't even lace them up. I just throw them on and, and go on about my business. Uh, and as far as clothes lately, I've just been, I don't know, it's summertime, so I've been, like, kind of on a little bit of a jersey kick, especially, like, the old mesh, like, practice jerseys. Those are cool. Uh, I feel like I've just been and then like, cut-off denim shorts and, then like, in a uh, boxy like kind of crop tees like if i can find an old t-shirt that i have not gotten any use out of i will definitely go in there and take a pair of scissors to it and like crop it cut the sleeves off Rethink of it, it. And, yeah and just use it for something else so i think that's a lot of where my rotation has been lately it's just been so hot so i don't feel like i've been like able to get in my bag for real like <laughs> yeah it's been like a hundred plus so like everything all my outfits i've been thinking 
okay, how can I, uh, how can I stay cool in this? Like I've, yes. I've even like tried to abstain from wearing black outside just because yeah. it's so hot. Light colors, anything lightweight. Like if you're watching from a different state, it's, we live in Dallas and it's very hot. It's been like 107. We've had 109 days where it feels like torture outside. So it's been kind of hard to wear anything, I guess, like thick. Everything I've been wearing has been super light. <laughs> Shorts, crop top, uh, skirts. Ab- <laughs> like, absolutely. Like, it. it's just to the point where it's hard just because you're so miserable. Like, I, I'll put more clothes on at night just because I know I'm going to be inside or anything like that. Like, I don't mind that. But it's just being outside for even 30 minutes, it just takes it out of you. Like, yeah, it does. It, so I try to limit the layers and things uh, like, and I love layers. So that's why I'm kind of excited. It's been cooling off. Like the heat waves kind of broken, but that's why my rotation's kind of been all over the place. Like it's really just been shorts, jerseys, boxy tees, and then a pair of sneakers. Like, and then maybe, and maybe like, uh, different slides, mules, clogs and stuff like that. Just super cozy just cause it's so hot. And I think as far as men go, like we don't have a lot of different, Sil- yeah, silhouettes in the summertime. Yeah. Like, w- for men, you can really tell who can dress, like, when it comes to, like, fall, winter because of, like, how they choose a layer and mm-hmm. things like that. In the summertime, you can <laughs> you can be fooled. Like, ladies can definitely be fooled by, like, if they're checking for if a guy can dress or not. <laughs> Just because, like, the formula is really easy. It's, like, a pair of nice shorts and a, uh, t-shirt. a T-shirt. And, like, if it's a quality T-shirt or anything like that, like, a, like these uh, – all these throwback tees people will make and all of those things. That's kind of the formula now. Like they'll get a nice fitted, nice hat, whatever. That's the, that's the formula for the summer. And it's kind of like, I won't say you don't have to adhere to it, but like it's kind of hard not to adhere to it. But it works. Exactly. It works. It's a great uniform. (laughs) Um, But I will say like, I'm excited for the fall because like now I can really start to exercise my fashion addictions. Yeah, me too. Layering more clothes. <laughs> yeah, la- exactly. Layering more clothes. Like uh, You can just have more fun with the colors, too. Like, I love the the greens and the burnt oranges. And you can start shying away from, like, the summery colors. And it's just nice. The shoes, the, the technical wear, everything I feel like is better in the fall. Because it's not so miserable outside. The weather's perfect. And... That transition period right before winter always hits. And, like, me, I know I'm a jacket fiend, so, like, yes. me, I'm always looking at jackets. Like, at a certain point, I'm like, I can't have, like, I can't have a million jackets, but at the same time, I'm like, why can't I have a million jackets? Because right. I why feel like, it, yeah, right, because I just treat it like a, a top. Like, I don't even, I don't even focus on my t shirts and stuff like that in the wintertime because I'm going to be covering up with a hoodie, jacket, or whatever. Yeah. Like, that's why, you know, shout out, shout out to Pro Club. Like, I'll go order me a pack of Pro Club tees, and that's my, that's my, that's my base layer for the um, fall, winter time. And then on top of that, I can throw my hoodie, my jacket, flannel, whatever, what have you on. Yes. Me, I'm just always cold, so I need a jacket <laughs> everywhere I go. But I love fur, so I start, and now, you know, bringing out my jackets with the fur collars and the arm sleeves with the fur and... Just have fun with it. Absolutely. Like, um, I'm trying to think what else I need to, like, start stocking up on. Like, I know I have a good bit of jackets, but I want more. And then I got to start thinking of, like, the pants I'm going to wear. Um, I really need to, like, start going through and uh, cleaning out my closet. But, yes. like, 
like uh that's that's a topic for a whole nother day right, just because like both of our closets <laughs> are atrocious knows. oh my god yeah like every time i go in my closet i feel like i'm having like a mini heart attack and just the anxiety of seeing like clothes and i'm like dang i really don't wear half of this probably even more than half of the stuff that's in my closet right now and i'm just like okay i'll get to it tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and then wait wait, wait 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 we said we're going to talk about this another day because yeah because this is going to hold tangent <laughs> on like yes. what we need to clean out of our closet but um <laughs> is there are there anything is there anything like on your list right now of like what you're looking forward to buying or that you want to buy or like that you've just been having your eye on for the uh, fall and winter season or are you still primarily shopping for this season um i think i've stopped shopping for this season just because like we're transitioning into fall and a lot of the clothes that are primarily like summer based are shorter um so i'm really looking forward to finding more comfortable clothes like I want to get more joggers. Um, I've been looking on Depop a lot, trying to get some vintage joggers. Um, I recently just bought a pair of vintage Nike joggers that I'm going to take with me to New York Fashion Week that I'm really excited about. Um, I like flannels, um, but it's like a certain type of flannel. I don't like the flimsy ones. I feel Mm -hmm. like they blow in the wind. Yeah, I want like a thick, sturdy flannel so i'm trying to look for that, more that good lumberjack flannel like yeah they went out on the on a on a cold morning and that's all they had on was the flannel <laughs> and that's all they needed yeah so those hats also um i have a really small head <laughs> and um how my hair is cut like the back of my head gets cold so i love beanies um when it starts getting cold especially in the fall winter um and just finding trying to find like cooler hats like accessories for my head and so with that, because there were a couple people upset of last episode when we were trying to say like pushing away from fast fashion, especially the the, the sheen or the sheen. Yes, uh, I am not a supportive sheen, <laughs> and it does like there's nothing you can say to convince me otherwise. <laughs> so, and when we say moving away from fast fashion, that doesn't necessarily mean like you have to spend two hundred dollars on one piece and that's all you get. But like, yeah, you can definitely uh spend a little bit more money and get a little like get some more quality or like double triple the quality for for something that you spent fifty dollars on instead of ten dollars on you know what i mean so how do you how do you really go about balancing uh the quality and cost like are there any specific places that you shop or or what are the things that you specifically look for when you're trying to balance those things off um so if i'm going to shop somewhere that is a fast fashion brand um like zara i feel like zara is a great um, example of a great fast fashion brand that does produce quality pieces um what i look for when i'm purchasing clothing um, if i'm shopping in person is always the texture of whatever the material is if it feels off to me if it feels cheap if i see threads coming off of the garment before i even put it on or purchase it I won't even buy it because knowing that, like, if I wash it, like, it's just going to get further damaged, and that's a waste of money to me. Um, So typically when I'm buying things from fast fashion brands, they're always, like, basics, like crop tops, things that are, like, throwaways, you know? Like, you can buy more of and you only keep for a certain amount of time because a lot of crop tops that I get are, like, white and they get dingy, and it's, like, 
the pricing isn't bad, so I can easily afford to, um, like, repurpose or repurchase them once they're used or, um, but yeah, pretty much that, like, I'm not saying not to shop at fast fashion brands. I'm just saying be more selective about the pieces that you purchase. Like if it's cute, it's like, okay, it's cute. But think about the pricing. Like, is it worth the money that you're spending on it? Or is it going to survive like long-term? Cause you don't want to have to keep buying more clothes and buying things that you already have in your closet. So I guess what I should have said or rephrase it a little better. Um, it's okay to shop fast fashion brands. Just no, nah, stand on it. Stand t- ten toes on it. No, I didn't <laughs> no, tell I'm, them I'm, not. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. You know, it's it's okay to buy clothing from fast fashion brands. Just be smart about what you buy. Like Sheen, I understand. Like it's affordable. Yes, their clothing is on a more affordable side. However. Realistically speaking, will you be able to wear that piece five times without it getting damaged? No. And then the money that you spent on that piece, which all the pieces pretty much that you bought, you're going to have to go back and repurchase in like a month or two. Why not just spend the extra money to buy a piece that's of better quality and that you can keep for a longer term? Fair enough. As well as like, I think it's very underestimated looking into uh, like, Vintage, just like going the vintage route, whether it's going to an actual thrift store or getting on your eBay's grills or anything like that to find quality. Like, for instance, instead of well, I think it, it's it might be a little bit different for for women compared to men. Like, y'all, I do honestly feel like y'all have a more plentiful selection. Like, I do get jealous sometimes that you can <laughs> like y'all can do a, a, a Shein haul and get all of these things. Like. They've started to open up more to men, but at the same time, like, for me, I I honestly feel like it just makes more sense to either go the vintage route or there's other places that I've seen the same product, and it's a little bit more, like, a little bit thicker just so it can have that longevity, longevity, whether it's, like, a button-down shirt or a T-shirt or, like I said, like, I wouldn't, like, I can get on Sheen or Boohoo or whatever and get a boxy white tea or anything like that but i know it's probably gonna possibly be thin or like it might not exactly fit the way i need it to Mm -hmm. because i want it to be a little bit more sturdy so instead i'll just go with the pro club which is my basic white tea that i can wear under anything or i have a couple of brands that i go to where i can get that thick boxy cut t-shirt my my essentials without having to like instant like like i said essentials like i don't have to go buy a essentials fear of god boxy t-shirt doesn't make any sense like you know for however like how much it is (laughs) like 80 dollars or whatever for the t-shirt when i can find another brand where i can spend 30 dollars on a t-shirt and that i'm fine with that just because i know it's gonna last me and i have and if you have enough clothes in your rotation like it'll last you even longer that's that's the point of like kind of building out that wardrobe and creating your closet so you're you don't have to kind of repeat things there are of course your favorite things you're gonna repeat like you can wear those boots four times in a week and they're not gonna be (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you can wear those four times in a week and they're not going to get messed up or yeah. they're not people are like, Ooh, them, them boots dingy. Like n- n- like nothing like that. But with a t-shirt, you can't wear like a t-shirt four times in a week without like having some repercussions. So that's why you kind of have to <laughs> big repercussions, <laughs> right? Like big uh, pit stains. The, exactly. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're going to wear the t-shirt out. So that's yeah. why you just kind of have to start going through those. Uh, that's why you have to start going through those um, 
different processes of just kind of building out your wardrobe and building out your essentials because I think that's just as important as having those pieces because you kind of have to have a base to start somewhere. That's true. So um, as far, and I know you're, you've been doing a lot of shopping lately. Ooh, so much. <laughs> like how how are you preparing for New York Fashion Week? And I just want to kind of start before even – actually, let's start before even the close. Like let's start with the whole brainchild of you going to New York Fashion Week and yeah. like what that process has been like and then – who you've been communicating with and your goals and your plans for New York Fashion Week, and then we can get into the other prep. Yeah, so I've been wanting to go to New York Fashion Week for the last three years, but we all know COVID hit and kind of foiled everybody's plans. But um, this year specifically, I told myself, like, even if I have to go by myself, I will be in New York during Fashion Week. And so I, I started talking to my friend Roxy, that's going with me and um, she was like I'm down like she went last year and she said that she wishes that she was a bit more prepared for the trip I guess just not knowing like you know where to go what to do things like that so um, we get along really well we have very similar personalities so I'm excited to get to navigate the city with her um, we've been reaching out to different photographers she signed in New York now she has an agent out there um, that's going to get her, you know, into a couple castings, which I'm hoping I'm able to do some castings as well while I'm out there. I've sent um, my digitals to a couple people that have brands, um, photographers that um, I'm really interested in working with that um, we're mutuals. And so, um, yeah, it's it's been hectic um, trying to balance that and getting everything prepared on top of, like, working my full-time job. But I think it's going to be worth it. And I have a really good feeling about New York. Um, and then the fashion. <laughs> I, I've i been mm, just trying to build fits around whatever I think may happen because I'm not really sure about plans. Like, we're really just going out there and we're like, you know, whatever happens, happens type of thing. Like, we have loose plans. I have plans for shoots that are set up. But as far as anything going on outside of that, um I don't know. I just want to look cute, like be able to show off my style and just be versatile. So I'm bringing things that are dressy. I have some casual things that I can wear throughout the city because, you know, if you've been to New York, it's a lot of walking. So I want to make sure that the shoes that I have on are comfortable um, and that I just, you know, feel feel like myself and don't feel like I'm trying to try too hard to put together an outfit like I already know how to dress it's just me being myself so yeah I think that's I don't want to call it being too cool but like I think that's one of the hardest things about fashion sometimes at least for me like I put on stuff and I'm like am I doing too much and yeah. like <laughs> I think looking in the mirror like do I look crazy or like is it like man this is fine like I think especially when you go out in public and you people watch and you just be like Man, they are doing entirely too much. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? You don't ever want to be that person. And yeah. I think I don't ever have been that person because, like, which people could just be, like, blowing smoke, blowing smoke <laughs> in my face. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if they said, man, that, that outfit fire. Like, I, man, I'm <laughs> trying to get around. like I'm trying to get like we'll you. Get exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that's always difficult when you when you have a lot of bold ideas with fashion and you, like, always want to push the envelope and you always want to be different or find what's new or 
just explore in general with your style just because you feel bored. I think that's always a self-conscious thing. Like, yeah, am I sure. doing too much? Like, do I look crazy right now? Like, for instance, when the when the big red boots came out, Ooh, I, I genuinely. <laughs> I don't think they're cute. I think they. I liked the boots. I liked the boots because fashion felt boring for a long time. Like it, it just felt different. Like I loved that someone took a, a cartoon boot, like, like you know what I mean, Astro like boy. an Astro Boy <laughs> boot, and was like, let's make a real life boot that people can wear. Yeah. And they did it. The only thing is like, it, it came like we're so short minded and like with um everything in general in yeah. life. So it came and it went like. They dropped the red boots, and we saw one pair, and we were like, oh, my God. And then, of course, they start floating them to whatever influencer, celebrity. And then, like, by the time they came out, like, I think it was, like, three weeks, a month at later, it was a botched release, and then they had to do it again. And then by the time people got the boot, like, a month and a half later, yeah, people really like, don't want the boots or, no. like, you see them <laughs> now. I think they would have been great to buy as a, like, piece to put in your home, like, just have like sitting in the corner yeah. or I always thought like it would have been cool to like turn it into like a flower pot or something like that yeah, or some cute. type of holder or like umbrella holder or whatever. But other than that, like they just weren't practical. Like you couldn't drive a car in them. You have to drive on them in your passenger Literally. seat. And like even taking them off, like the videos you see on like TikTok or people are like struggling to take them off. Like <laughs> it's just impractical. I think they're cool. Like you said for decoration, but I wouldn't buy them because I know I'm like I'm not gonna wear this and I like Astro Boy but I'm not like a ooh, big Astro Boy fan to where I feel like I needed those boots. So it you didn't. So you didn't need the boots for dress up. No, absolutely not. And a thought never crossed my mind to be like I need these boots. It was just like okay, they're cool. Next. <laughs> the crazy thing is like we were kind of coming off of a like I think they prior year we were definitely in like a big we were in a rubber boot era and like you remember like the balenciaga like croc boots and oh, like i remember those yeah, that was like a whole era well one you don't really see those anymore one i think i actually like really like those boots mm -hmm. and i would still wear a pair but like you don't see them anymore and like those boots came around and it was like the phenomenon of those boots and after coming out of a big like a, a, a rubber boot era mm -hmm. so it's kind of crazy that they didn't they they stuck for a second but they didn't stick just because they were so goofy like they were just comical to be honest like they <laughs> yeah. they, they they were like they just didn't make sense like if you saw someone in public with the red boots on you would just be like what like it just doesn't make sense to work around them it's like the perfect thing to take a picture in it's almost what is it like it's it's couture dang near like yeah like you don't wear you Are don't they see heavy I don't know if they're heavy. I just think they're like they're so tall and they're rubber boots, so I don't think they're that flexible. So you yeah. just look crazy trying to do ordinary <laughs> stuff in them, like going up steps or just walking <laughs> in general. I bet they make a crazy sound too when you're like walking. Yeah, like just the craziest <laughs> yeah, squish, sound. Squish. <laughs> but like things with couture, like you don't really usually see that. Yeah. Out on the streets. Well, there are certain celebrities that do take certain pieces from like a runway show and wear it out. Like Rihanna's done that before. And she can and do no wrong in my eyes. E exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she she'll take stuff off the off the runway and just just wear it out and about. But the, like things like those boots are just so jarring that you don't see them. Yeah. In 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 regular life, like I just couldn't imagine being in a bar and just looking over and just seeing them boots in the corner. Like I just well, why? What are you doing? Honestly, I forgot about them until you just brought them up. <laughs> 
<laughs> see how fast, like how fleeting that was. Well, we did see that we did uh, talk about them the other day because like uh, Bape did their runway show oh, and they yeah. did the Bape ones. Those weren't cute either. They definitely, uh, even though Bape make custom ones for their show, they look fake. Like you know what I mean? They yeah. just look like something that someone was like, "Let's take the big river boots and put Paint the em. yeah, let's put let's put the bait like you get off of uh, <laughs> like you would get off like AliExpress or something <laughs> like that." You know what I mean? Like they yeah. just come up with some kind of weird collab out of nowhere. Um, but off that was off super off topic. But going back to the runway and just New York Fashion Week, um, I also want to just get into what are your roots as a model? Like, how did that journey? start from you and then like how do you feel like it's just kind of taking you through life and then as well as your time in Dallas as a model um so I got introduced to modeling when I was young I remember they had this American mall model talent search if y'all remember um it was at Madison Square it was this mall it's no longer there in Huntsville um but it was the first mall in the city Huntsville Alabama Huntsville Alabama yeah oh, I forgot there was a Huntsville Texas yeah Huntsville Alabama shout out to the 256 um so my mom put me in this cuz I begged her I was like mommy I want to be a model I want to be a model and I used to watch America's Next Top Model all the time like huge fan of the show so she let me do it I was like 8 years old um it was a scam I remember it was like Barbizon or something like they were like oh your girl's a star like which I am they weren't lying about that <laughs> but <laughs> <laughs> but you know they had us go on stage and like we do a little runway walk and then when we get to the end of the runway somebody would take our pictures and my mom was told by the lady that was running the whole show that we were going to get our pictures back in like two weeks Two weeks became two months. Two months became two years. Like, my mom would reach out to that lady. Number was disconnected. You can't get in contact with anybody. And I was like, my dreams were crushed. I was like, I was supposed to be a star. And, like, I don't know. I just always felt like that was my, like, dream job. Like, if I was going to do anything in my life, I was going to pursue this. So, going through college. I'm so, wait, hold on. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> so so a mall so, so a mall scam became your like your 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 model villain or your, your model villain origin story yes like <laughs> I, that lady <laughs> told me i was going to be a star and i'm like i'm destined to make this my destiny like it's gonna happen because in my head to this day like i believe that i am a star and this is what i was meant to do so somehow it manifested itself I remember walking on um, my college campus and this girl came up to me and I thought she was real shifty at first because I'm like, who? Like, I'm walking, I'm trying to get to class. Like, I'm almost late and she just taps me on my shoulder and I'm like, who is this woman? And she starts telling me about this fashion show that they had. It was um, uh, African Student Association, which I later joined. Um, but they did this fashion show every year and they would have, like, different designers, like, display their their work and they'd have like collections and stuff she's like yeah like you look like you model do you and I was like no she's like oh well you should come to this um, audition and I was so shy like I was not comfortable with myself but I was like I mean sure why not like I really didn't know that many people on campus this is my freshman year um, so I went and they made me do a walk and they were like yeah, I like your like I like your look. Like we're gonna we're gonna put you in the fashion show. But at that point, it's like you really anybody could have joined. But I was like, I, it was a big confidence boost for me. I was like, okay, like they see something in me, and so I did that for 
two years I walked in the show, and then the third year I just kind of helped out because I was in nursing school and didn't really have time for that. So, you know, I started working with more photographers in Huntsville and just trying to just be more comfortable in front of the camera. So I shot a lot with my friend um, Ken um, from Huntsville. He went to A&M. My friend Mike and then Ken that lives in Birmingham and my friend Lex, we shot with each other all the time. And so just I feel like working with my friends kind of got me really comfortable in front of the camera. And then, you know, my posing got better and my picture started to look a little better and I look more confident. I'm like, wow, I'm actually kind of good at this. So, like, let me try to work a little harder and see where I can actually take this. And so I moved from Huntsville in 2019, moved to Dallas and had this whole plan. I was going to get signed in Dallas and then COVID hit. And I'm like, dang, working as a nurse, like struggling, working in the hospital, working these crazy hours. And then um, I feel like once the city started opening up more, more creatives started to reach out to me. Um, the first person I ever shot with here in Dallas was uh, Chris. Um, he and I are super close. Um, uh, his Instagram is by Christopher Michael beautiful work he always shoots in film and from then on like we would work together all the time and Luca would style me she worked with him a lot and I just started to grow and just gain my confidence and meet more people that I've gotten really close to in this um, creative community here in Dallas so that's how it all just worked out I got signed um, just started believing in myself more and stopped getting in my head and telling myself that I couldn't do something and actually like realizing the work that I was putting in and what was coming out of it and people are complimenting me and encouraging me and it's like why am I trying to stop myself you know so uh are you allowed to I'll ask like feel free not to answer are mm -hmm. you like what are any of your I guess your publications or would it be publications or like who have you modeled for so far? Um, so I got booked by Skims. That was my first booking with my um, agency. Um, I literally thought I was going to pass out. I remember I almost missed my flight for that casting. My agent called me and she's like, hey, like Skims is looking for some models for their upcoming campaign. And she was like, um, I don't know if she said that they were interested in me or like she just wanted me to go to the casting. So I went and um, the flight that I took leaving LA, I literally almost missed. I think I got to the airport like 40 minutes before my flight took off. And I was just like praying to God I was going to make it. Went to the casting, came home, and my agent was like, oh, you should hear something back in like five to seven days. And then I think by the ninth day, I was like, dang, I didn't get it. Like, I didn't get booked. And uh, so I texted her, and she calls me. And she's like screaming on the phone. She's like, ah, Namina. And I'm like, hey. She told me I got booked by skins. I was like, oh, Lord. I literally felt the blood drain from my body. Like, I thought I was <laughs> going to pass out. But I was just so excited for that. It was an amazing shoot, everybody I worked with. I worked with Urban Decay, um, which I'm sad those pictures never came out. So I have nothing to show for that. But loved working with their team. Um, I worked with Jay Bolin. He's an amazing stylist here in Dallas. Um, yeah, there's a pretty, like main ones I've worked with and besides that, I just do a lot of creative work with my friends for sure you were uh was that was that just like a um like a photographer submission or anything I can't remember but you were invoked too yeah um my friend Lex she submitted her photos that she took of me and Jordan um we recreated like a queen and slim inspired shoot 
and um, those got published in Photo Vogue. It's like Vogue Italia where they do like the online publications. So that was really cool too. That was in 2019. Got a little, got a little resume on you, don't it? I'm trying to build, build, build it up. Yeah, I'm proud of what I've accomplished thus far. Absolutely. So I'm super excited for, um, for the future for you as well as just New York Fashion Week because I know that it's going to be a lovely experience even if like. You know, even if it's like nothing crazy, like you don't walk in like the craziest show or yeah. like the someone some designer pulls you off and like I want you to be the <laughs> face, like yeah, like <laughs> even if that doesn't happen, I think like it's still gonna be a great experience for you. You're gonna be able to build your network, and yes. I think it'll be the start of you being able to go to New York more and just work with new creatives and things like that. So just opening up a new lane for you, because you know everyone loves loves you when they meet you. you. So I love you. I love you My too. My biggest supporter. Of course, you know I got you. Big heart, big, big heart. heart, big heart, big heart, big heart. <laughs> But um, we'll go ahead and get out of here for this week's episode. Thank everyone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Yeah. And we will see you next time. Yes, we love you. Thank you.